Time for the rural news with Monique Steele. Tinakwe, Monique. Safe is disappointed most political parties don't prioritise animal welfare. Yes, the group has asked political parties polling over 5% for their thoughts on a range of policy stances relating to animal welfare. Despite three weeks to respond and a few extra nudges, the National Party and Te Party Māori abstained from completing the survey altogether, leaving answers from ACT, Labour and the Green Party. The Green Party was supportive of the entire list of nine, including banning fish farming, transitioning away from animal agriculture and banning farrowing crates used in pig farming. ACT was not supportive of any of the ideas, while Labour supported too. The ban on swine farrowing crates and banning live exports, which it's already done. Safe spokesperson Emma Brody says parties choosing not to support legislation that protect animal welfare is in stark contrast to how most New Zealanders feel. SAFE is a registered charity and we don't endorse any particular party. We're completely non-partisan, but we conducted this survey to inform and educate the public on the issues that matter to them. And we know that animal welfare is near and dear to lots of people in New Zealand. A recent Kantar poll showed that animal welfare is extremely or very important to three in four Kiwis. So we were really disappointed that animal welfare isn't a priority for most of our political parties. Emma Brody says animal welfare should be taken seriously as people have a duty of care. National has been approached for its views on the animal welfare policies. Farmers and growers in Tararua District are now eligible for a new government fund which may be able to help pay for uninsurable damage from Cyclone Gabrielle. The Ministry for Primary Industries recently launched the million dollar fund called Tararua on Track. It can be used for things like farm track repairs, resilience work, water supply infrastructure, fencing and culverts. Tararua District Council will assess fund applications. Spokesperson Don Cameron says it's great that there's been help made available to affected farmers and growers. There are actually two funds. One's the million dollars for non-insurable damage. The other's 250000 to set up rural hubs so that some of the smaller communities are more prepared for the next event. So we were successful in both of those funds. And for the million dollars, uh, we have just released the information and we've now already had five applications. So we're expecting quite a few applications to come. The fund will only be available for repair work done by the end of this year, but the region's Federated Farmers co-president, Sally Dryland, says that's not enough time. Any money's always welcome. I'm concerned about the timeline. I think to give farmers three weeks in the middle of spring to get their applications in is a bit tight. I am concerned for those that have been unable to get a um, digger on the property. You know, It's only in the last week that we've dried out and uh, hill country farmers are busy lambing. So to say that you've got to have this work done by the end of the 31st of December just seems like a silly timeline. She says many farmers are simply too exhausted and busy at this time of year to fill out another piece of paperwork. There was a survey done by Tararua District Council and 66 farmers responded to that. But there's 150 that identified as being affected. So... My concern is that there's 90 that have up till now not sought help, and that that worries me. 
Don Cameron from the District Council says it's aware there's little recovery work taking place because the ground has been so wet in many places. He admits the government funds were time compressed but still encouraged primary producers to at least apply as they could still be able to help. Applications close on October the 6th. The larger cattle kill across the ditch means more beef is flooding international markets, lowering prices for farmers here. For the year to date, Australia has exported 678,000 tonnes of beef, 113,000 tonnes more than last year. AgriHQ senior analyst Mel Crowe says production has been at record highs as drought conditions bite in Western Australia and the outlook shows no signs of slowing with a hot, dry summer up ahead. We have felt the impact of Australia, but we have been able to move beef to other markets, I guess, a little bit more readily compared to uh, lamb, which has also suffered um, because of much higher production out of Australia in terms of um, sheep and lamb meat. Mel Crowe says farm gate beef prices are 70 cents to a dollar lower than a year ago. She says that's just due to Australia's higher cull, but overall global economic conditions being weaker as well. But definitely we, you know, we compete with Australia in a lot of our key markets and, and like I say, we've just seen a greater presence of them there this year than we have for a number of years. So it means that with, there's more product available and if you've got more product available, you know, what's your asking price into those markets in Australia and in many cases has been lower than what New Zealand has been able to offer in recent years and so we've had to adjust some of those prices lower as well. That's Mal Crode from AgriHQ. Meat company Alliance is encouraging its farmers to attend its annual roadshow, which kicks off next month. Nineteen meetings will be held across the country. The first is in Fielding earlier this month, with the last in Tuatapere in Southland on October 26th. The roadshow will include an update on the cooperative's performance, a market outlook and key points in its refreshed five-year strategy. Earlier this month, the company announced it was reviewing, reviewing its operating model, which could result in staff redundancies. And that's the rural news for today. Koyara te porongo o te taifenawa.